0: DM to GM. This is the place where we answer your questions and help you feel more comfortable playing games around the table. I'm your DM from Dungeons and Dragons, Russ Moore. And I'm your GM from The End of Time and Other Bothers, Sean Howard. And we have lots of great questions, but today's question is uh, one that's come up basically because of podcasting and streaming. Pros at the game. Can you DM or GM if you can't do accents or voices like they do?
1: And I... I think it's a great question to ask because it sort of calls out sort of what the I think a question that a lot of us are afraid to ask, but we all we all have it in our heads. And you know, I think when you look at professional voice actors like like Matthew Mercer, like he is very outspoken about this issue to say, yeah, just because we're all professional voice actors does not mean you have to that that's not a requirement for this game. And it it's not a requirement for the game to be fun. Right? Yeah. So uh, Russ and I are both DMs and GMs uh, for quite a long time. Uh, and we are now going to demonstrate to you the breadth of the horrible accents we can do.
0: Here we go. And three, two, one. Oh boy, I'm a little goblin, short and stout, here to do expletive things because this is a family rated podcast. Okay, now do Flamekin's voice. Ho oh boy. I am Flameykins. I write, I'm a pirate and I'm here to <laughs> expletive things up.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I think I had, a, it's so funny, in, uh, in a time Another Bothers, I had a, uh, I was trying to set up a romantic thing uh, between uh, uh, basically Darcy and the this administrative person in the house, this place they were visiting. Right. And she, she had a, I was trying to do a southern accent and I lived in the south. And, I basically ended up having to cut her everyone. It's like a running things. What happened to Jenkins <laughs> strand Jenkins? I'm just like, cause every time I would try to do her voice, it would just, it would, it would start all right. And then it would somehow end up in like a variant of some other language. Right. And, uh, and everyone would just be dying, laughing at the table. And finally I was like, I'm just, I'm just cutting this character.
0: I can't do it. Yeah. One of the running jokes for me is through the first 40 plus episodes, all of the NPCs are old white guys. yeah they all talk a little bit like this you got your information (laughs) coming to you
1: the other day at the table i was like i was like oh what is so-and-so's voice does anyone remember and they were like i think it's just your standard female woman voice sean i was like oh okay i know that one it's just a little Uh, bit higher and a little bit just a little bit higher yeah just a little a little more you know a little standoffish uh don't know why uh yeah you can play this game and create characters, and even have a recorded show where people love certain characters with with a pretty limited range of voices. Um, and your table can have a lot of fun. And even if you do an accent badly and it's around the table, as long as it's in you know you're not making fun of someone uh, or a race, uh, it can be a lot of fun. Like everyone can still enjoy it.
0: Yeah, accents and dialect it, it, it to the to the story. It doesn't matter because you can describe the character. Um, you can give them, you know, how they look, their status in in within the world, all that. And that gives the players the knowledge on how to interact with them. The funny voices that you toss out often become the characters that people love them, love dearly. Um, but I mean, we play Tom runs a game for us on Patreon and... Um, one time I had to step in as one of his characters and I was like, Hey Tom, what does that character sound like? He's like, well, it sounds a little bit like Tom. So cause, <laughs> cause Tom doesn't do voices and that's totally fine. He still builds amazing totally worlds and amazing stories yeah. and stuff. And we're totally invested, but every character sounds like Tom and that's okay, Tom. It's okay.
1: I, um, yeah, a hundred percent. I was introducing a, a bit of a, Actually, it's a bit of a spoiler, but I'm introducing a zombie character who's well, it's supposed to be like a mafioso kind of type. So I was trying to do like a Brooklyn or a Jersey or anything in that space accent. And it's pretty hysterically bad. It's like I'm constantly at the table, like right before he speaks, like everyone will just start laughing because I'm like trying to like, hey, I'm walking here. I'm yeah, walking. You, you got that hey, key phrase to get you here. in there. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's bad. It's a horrible accent. Um yeah, I think the key if you're doing accents is to um to punch up. So, uh, you know, avoid if you are if you are if you're white, avoid sort of Asian or bad, you know, the classic sort of punching down accents, yeah. you know, but you know, I have a really bad we do a really bad Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. But yeah, I'd say I have maybe 3 or 4 voices, really,
0: at most. Without any access. Like you said, if you've got one voice or three or tw- uh, 20 or none, um, does that hold you back from running a game? No. No. 100% no. Um, is it fun sometimes when you think you don't have voices to try a voice just a little higher pitched, or bring it down for a big giant that they're going to crush you? Yeah, crush you i will crush you like bug or just the Arnold Schwarzenegger comes in and he's like, I am here to pump you up you up yeah. <laughs> um, have fun with have fun with voices if you're comfortable like if you're not comfortable too some people just don't like doing them um, and it it doesn't stop you from still building a world and having fun at the table um, because you're gonna put that energy into the world and into, the, and into what those characters look and feel like rather than what they need to sound like, which might make them sound a little more comical when sometimes that's not what you're going for.
1: Yeah, 100%. You, you don't have to be... It's like I once was mesmerized by a storyteller I heard, and they really didn't do any voices. I think they had the main character they did slightly higher, just so you knew it was the boy or the kid, and everyone else was just the same other like this just talking like this just a little deeper and it was one of the most mesmerizing mo- like 20 minutes just sitting there and hearing this story um and and so yeah i think as a gm or a dm we are narrators so we can use the narrate narration voice to be like you see an old man coming and he you know and you can just use narration to explain what's happening and then they can say some words and then yep. you know you just introduce another character with a narration voice um, Meaning your normal voice. It's just you can say, um, you know, I think when we watch some of these professionals that are professional voice artists, they can, uh, they don't have to introduce that it's the shopkeeper again. Because I'll never forget, Matthew Mercer played, uh, he does a John Wayne impersonation that's really funny. Right. And so he had a, it was a, a magic shop that sold stuff. And there were eight clones of the ma- of the person in the back who all speak exactly like John Wayne. And so he didn't have to say, "Oh, the guy from the back's coming out." He could just break. I can't even do it. Like he would, he could just start doing the John Wayne accent. But there's nothing wrong with us saying, "Oh, the goblin comes out from the back," and he says, "Oh, you know." Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah.
0: Establish your characters within the yeah within the narration that you're doing for each scene, and then you don't. That's a good way of saying it. Yeah, just you know, five words versus twenty. It's all good. It's all good, Sean.
1: Versus three hundred. Yeah. yeah. And a parable about Matthew Mercer. You know.
0: Yeah. But yes, yeah, so no, you don't need to do accents or voices. If you want to play with them, they can be a lot of fun. Um, but if you if you don't or can't uh, and you don't feel comfortable, play with narration and descriptions of characters and descriptions of the world and scenes around them. Um, and that will give your players uh, more to be invested in within those characters and. Uh, And they don't all have to sound like the same goblin who walks in off the street and says, hey, there's an adventure over yonder. Or Sniggle doesn't have to sound like Grover. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy, guys. Oh, boy. Um, So if you have questions about the voices we do, there are plenty. I mean, you can go listen to Dungeons and Dragons or other bothers. There's probably about six of them between the two of us. Uh, We just move them around from city to city. That's fine. And then we do them on each other's shows. Or you can send us any other questions that you have about running games around your table. Send them to dm to gmcast at gmail.com. You can join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Discord. Links are down in the description. And in the meantime, get your game started. Do it. Fable and Folly Network,
1: where fiction producers flourish.
0: This is I reporting. He's at the Lao Chang Restaurant, Changchun, northeastern China. It's uh, spring, 1997. Once it started, I'll leave him in Ming's hands. <laughs> That's a joke. Ming doesn't have hands.
1: And what do you do exactly, besides dance with strangers?
0: I work for the Postal Service.
1: <laughs> you, you're a, a postman.
0: Weird, right? Weird, right? Ms. what is it? It's just a bit strange. A letter for me from Hong Kong. And there's no stamp. I need stamps to write a dead person?
1: Yep, there's a cost. How much? A pound. A pound of flesh. A pound of you seems like a lot. Lift up your shirt! What's that? Just hold this tube over your stomach. We are done! Ow! Yeah, this is gonna hurt. What? Nothing! Ow! Oh, Ow! No. you in the a of the best. Okay, to so It's really terrible. The very worst thing that could possibly happen.
0: Sara, please write back.
1: If your letter can find me here, then I think we have a lot to talk about.
0: Saludos. Raul. The very worst thing that could possibly happen. An audio drama in nine parts.
1: Produced by Wolf at the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.